Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, come with me. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 22 of Soul Food where we're going to look at giving and the relationship between letting go of money and how that affects your heart and how that is a path to nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and earning the love of our creator, glorious and majestic. So in this episode we're going to look at how giving is a sign of faith and the importance of understanding uh, how we give money, why we give money, and the intentions behind that, and also the etiquette of taking money, and how we can use that, uh, and how we should really understand it in our lives. Uh, So how is giving a sign of faith? One of the things that God put within us, and one of the sort of characteristics of our nafs, of this lower self, is that there is a greed, is that we as human beings, we want to hold on to money. And we kind of feel this attachment. And we feel that our livelihood and our quality of life is really somehow directly connected to money. And that's true to a certain extent. Uh, But letting go is actually better for you spiritually in this life and in the next. It's better for you on multiple levels that having this greed and holding on so tightly is very damaging for the heart, is very damaging for even the psyche of a human being. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us in Islam zakat, the almsgiving, giving a particular kind of charity and made it one of the five pillars of Islam, that it's that central, that it's so important to your spiritual well-being and your connection to your creator that you have to give your wealth away if you're eligible that you have to give your wealth away to gain the good pleasure of your lord and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the quran that who those who are saved from their own soul's greed are truly successful that part of being saved from your own soul's greed is letting go of money. And the Prophet ﷺ, he said, whoever has these three qualities will be safe from the greed of their souls. The first is someone who offers the zakat, someone who gives the zakat. Another is honoring their guest. And lastly, and someone who gives during times of misfortune, which is difficult. Right? Whoever does those three things, that they give the zakat, they honor their guest, they give their guest good food, they give their guest what they would eat, what they would love for themselves, and they give to others when they themselves are going through a challenging time. That if someone does that, that they'll be safe from the greed of their own souls. That it's sort of a spiritual exercise of letting go and gaining that assistance from Allah 
gaining God's good pleasure. And it's part of human nature to be attached to money. But that is exactly why it's a sign of faith to let go of it for the sake of God. That you're letting go of that money. You're doing something that maybe might not necessarily come very naturally to you, but you're doing it for a higher purpose. You're doing it because you're seeking to become beloved to your Lord. You're doing it because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves that from us. And Allah says in the Quran, none of you will attain true piety unless you give out of what you cherish. That you will not attain this level of true piety until you give what you cherish. So for example, you have some old and tattered clothes and you want to drop it off at a donation box. It's easy to give that away because it's nasty. Like it's old and tattered. You're not going to wear it anymore. But if you have something that's actually still quite nice and you're attached to it, but you would want someone else to wear it, maybe someone who doesn't have a lot of money, but it would, if they wore it, they would feel more dignified. They would feel better about themselves. People might respect them more because it's a very nice looking piece of clothing then there's a greater reward in that and it's actually harder to let go. But if you're doing it for the right reasons, then you attain true piety, right? And the Prophet ﷺ, you see this in his character and in his example so many times, time and time again, that he was described as the most generous of people, that he was more generous than a life-giving wind. Uh, and the Prophet ﷺ, he once gave a man a flock of livestock of sheep and goats and so forth that filled an entire valley that he had a valley full of sheep and the man looked at the sheep and was impressed and the prophet said do you like this and the man said yes the prophet gave it to him all of it and the man went back to his people and he encouraged them to become muslim and he said my people become muslim for muhammad gives such that he has no fear of poverty he has no fear of losing everything that he gives like someone who has no fear of that why because his trust in his lord is so strong he knows allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taking care of him and that he has a mission and that he needs to soften people's hearts so that they can know the truth and the companions around him those that learn from him and were reared by him and purified by him they were people who were moved by faith so much that they gave with happiness in their hearts, that they would give happily to other people. So this brings us to the next point of, you know, the intentionality behind wealth. And a lot of people in today's world especially really seek wealth as an end in and of itself. Just make money. And some people, they amass wealth also just to fulfill every lowly desire that they have. I want money. I want clothing, I want a big house, I want a nice car, I want to feel like I have stuff so that I can boast and show it off to others. And other other people even have another disease related to wealth where they just want to have a lot of it and they don't even use it, that they just have it in a bank account or they have it in stocks and they just want to see the numbers go up and up and up and they don't use it for anything, even for their own selves and they're just attached to it. And that's not what money is for. That's not supposed to be our relationship with wealth. 
we're supposed to take care of ourselves and, and be independent, but it's not just about amassing more and more. And Habib Umar says here in the kingdom of the heart and limbs that people in this state who are just attached to their wealth, they actually go through great difficulty at the time when their soul leaves their body at death. And he says, but whoever gives their wealth generously and lets go of it for the sake of Allah, that at that moment when they leave this world, they're looking forward to meeting their creator. That it's actually easier at that difficult moment of death, that it's easier for those who let go and give generously. And that's why zakat is so important in our religion, because it purifies your wealth and it purifies your soul. And it's important for everyone to learn about zakat and when they're eligible for it and the eight categories of people uh, who are given zakat. Because if you give zakat to other than these eight categories, then it's not valid and it's not accepted. So it's really important. I mean, we really can't go into it because it's a big topic. Can't go into it here, but definitely research it and look into it. And in regards to Ramadan, zakat al-fitr, is something that you give at the end of Ramadan to those in need, and it's a small amount of money, and you give for yourself and anyone else who uh, is dependent upon you in your household, that you give like 10 you know, US dollars or whatever that translates in different places, so that poor people, people in need, don't have to beg others on Eid for new clothing or for gifts for their children, that you find people to give it to, so that on that special day, they and their families uh, have what they need and that they can enjoy it as well. And this is part of our consciousness in Ramadan. And when you look at the daughter and the son-in-law of the Prophet Sallallahu Sayyidina Ali and Sayyidina Fatima, they gave what little they had, even when they were in need, they would sacrifice for others, uh, whether it was an orphan or a poor person or even someone who was a captive, a prisoner that was in need of food, they would give their food away. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions this in the Quran, And that they would give people food and feed them out of love for Him. And that is their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That whenever they gave, and this is us by extension, whenever we give, we have to be sincere and we have to do it seeking Allah's love, seeking higher and higher levels of acceptance. And the Prophet ﷺ teaches us about the importance of sincerity. And he said in a hadith, one dirham surpasses 100,000 dirhams. He said, O Messenger of God, how can one dirham, dirham being uh, a currency, how can that surpass 100,000? And the Prophet ﷺ said, one man only had two dirhams. And he gave one away in charity. He gave half of his wealth. When he needed it, he gave a dirham away to someone. And that was greatly rewarded. Whereas the other man had a lot of wealth. And he gave away a hundred thousand of the ex excess that he had. So there's two things that scholars say. Is that you know the reward was greater because the person gave a greater percentage of what they had. But then they also say maybe the person who only had two dirhams and gave one away was also more sincere. So this is important that you do it for Allah. And this brings us to the final point of the etiquette of asking. 
is that we need to be careful of asking and relying on others when, we're, when we have the opportunities to take care of ourselves. And that we have to work hard to be independent so that you can take care of yourself and others. That you're expected, if you're able, to be someone who can give as opposed to someone who relies on others and asks from others. And the Prophet said, nobody opens a door of asking from other created beings except that God opens for him a door of poverty. And this isn't to put down people who are in need, but this is for those of us who are capable to strive to be independent and to take care of others. That within Islam, we have this consciousness of we need to pay it forward and take care of others. We don't look at it like, oh, they're just benefiting off of us or they need to take care of themselves. But different people have different circumstances and that we need to take care of others. And this brings us to the call to action. That today, even if it's one dollar, even if it's a little bit of what you have, give whatever little you can today, even if you might be going through a little bit of a tough time. And here's the disclaimer, don't put yourself in harm's way. Right? If you're going through a really difficult time and you need to take care of yourself and your family, otherwise it'll be really bad, then that is the priority. But if you're going through a little bit of a tight, tight time and you can give something away, give whatever little you can. And the Prophet ﷺ said, giving charity in secret puts out God's wrath. That you will be given assistance from Allah for even giving a little of what you have. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. Please remember us in your prayers in these blessed nights. May Allah make us people of generosity and grant us big and open and loving and caring hearts. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaikum wa